Drunk Podcast Network. So we were talking before uh, before we started the show, and I, Don asked. <laughs> I mentioned that I was hanging these shelves, and Don asked how it went, and I said, "Well, the second time it went okay." I feel like I need to explain what I meant. So I bought these shelves at IKEA, the ones you're supposed to mount on the wall, right? And they give All you right. a bracket to hang them on the wall. Well, I bought at IKEA by those shelves. They have their own. Uh, anchors. So I put those anchors in and used mm-hmm. them and I hung the shelves Now, up. do you have a stud finder? Because you don't come across a guy that would actually have a stud <laughs> finder. Like I feel like you just kind of go, oh, this will work here. No, I don't have a stud finder, but that's why you get the anchors. You get drywall anchors. Yeah, but I feel like you still need to have a stud finder. You don't buy drywall anchors from Ikea. Well, turns out you're right, Don. You don't buy <laughs> drywall anchors at Ikea. They're Swedish. They don't. <laughs> they're metric. That was my problem. They were metric. No, they don't have a weight limit on them, but I thought, well, they sell them by these shelves. Clearly, they have to be the right anchors. So I put the whole thing in with these anchors, and I had the shelves up for a couple of days, and I came downstairs uh, on Easter morning, and they were about six inches out from the wall <laughs> with my children dancing underneath of them. <laughs> so I decided it was immediately time to empty the shelves out and, uh, and rehang them with actual anchors. So, uh, so I bought 100-pound anchors and put six of them in it. <laughs> I can now hang in this shelf. It's perfect. Thank you, Easter Bunny. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. (laughs) We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another episode radio for winners, Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don, America's head coach, America's life coach. Another episode, gentlemen, another week of America's <laughs> funniest radio show, uh, except for the shows I heard on my business trip this week, but we'll get into that in a little bit. How are you guys doing this week? Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. How was your Easter, Tony? Oh, man, it was just me alone drinking bourbon. That sounds like the best Easter ever. <laughs> Every night is now just me drinking bourbon. I I I, uh, I would like to do that, but uh, I have kids, so I I can't really do that. The only time I can drink is when we do this show. So so we're doing it nightly. We don't record it, but we come out and practice six days a week. <laughs> I got I got practice the show. I got practice. We got we got to work on some topics. That's what we talk about hanging shelves. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Where did you go on your business trip, Tony? I went to scenic and historic Mechanicsville, Virginia. Wow, that's neither scenic nor historic. It's, that it's is scenic, correct. probably to get there. How far but, of a drive uh, is that? It's about a six-hour drive, and uh, if you make it through uh, the rural area of North Carolina, you'll find uh, that small town radio is alive and well. Uh, there was one segment on AM station I heard where the woman gave for 15 minutes. It went 15 minutes. I listened for an entire 15 minutes before I had to turn it off of just her reading full-length obituaries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty... I mean, like, not like, I mean, she was doing uh, Agnes Johnson, Hall Creek, 89, passed away yesterday, April 6th. She's survived by her husband, Robert <laughs> Creek, her daughter Patsy Creek, her son Rudis Creek. That guy probably uh, <laughs> Rudis Creek. That guy probably only lived to hear his name being read on the radio, and he gets it read on the radio when he dies. It was really bizarre because I had never really heard an obituary read. Now let me quite ask. Like let me ask this question: Do you think they have more listeners than we do? 
Guaranteed. I'm going to say no chance, actually. There's no chance people are listening to a show where an entire segment that may have gone on for an hour and a half uh, of obituary. Because I was just thinking what what um, a new segment for Radio for Winners is uh, is spending 30 minutes just reading uh, reading the obituaries. <laughs> reading the obituaries over. Everyone's working for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> While the party wagon rides around That's in circles. That's not a bad idea. That sounds like a great show. <laughs> Hey, Heaven's Gate's opening up to Bill McGillicuddy. Well, that, <laughs> the, what's frustrating about that, Tony, is we can't get on any station yet. Just reading an obituary gets 45 minutes. I thought maybe we could, start, to, uh, we could start paying for time somewhere. Yeah, I don't really want it to pay uh, for time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with GoFundMe. That's fine. You could do that. People would fund us to hear us on the air. I doubt that strongly. They don't fund us to hear us on their iPods. <laughs> now, we could set it up that uh, we're, we're willing not to be paid to be on the, their air. That way they're getting free content. I would be willing to be paid not to be on the air. <laughs> if you give us $5, <laughs> we will not do a show. For That's you. fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> so I made my way up to uh, Mechanicsville, Virginia. Uh, stayed at a Comfort Inn Suites. Very nice. I uh, was pleasantly surprised by the quality. No, you weren't. <laughs> I actually was. I actually was like stunned by the quality. That indoor pool that was cloudy, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I had one treadmill. Most of the time. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah, chemicals uh, or tuberculosis? One, one of the two. The one of the two. They had, and it was just me checking in. So I'm sure the the next day the the cleaning woman's gonna wi- wonder why the uh, the bottle of lotion was empty. I'm sure. It- <laughs> I'm sure she's going to wonder <laughs> what passes, that was all about. He passes her in the hallway, and she's got the car. He's like, I think we're going to need a box of tissues in room 202. I need more lotion. <laughs> I got really dry skin. I get really dry skin in the spray. I love your free Wi-Fi. Can you put in a, uh, another shower cap in there as well? I need another shower cap. Now, Don, you travel a lot. Is there any kind of preference you have not in lotions. We don't need to know that. But any preference that you have in uh, the hotel that you stay in? I, I like um, uh, the uh, the Hampton Inn and Suites on your lower end spectrum. I, I think that's, that's fair, fairly decent. And Marriott is, is relatively nice. A Hyatt is relatively <laughs> a Marriott's nice. relatively nice. Yeah. It's like a five-star uh, hotel. Yeah, those, those, are, those are very nice. Now, Sometimes I, I'd slum it at the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> now, I don't stay in any of those places. Um, I've stayed at a Comfort Inn. Not very impressed. Stay at the Super 8. There is... Is, the old um, Holiday Inn in Express. Uh, now, now, see, now, now, I stayed at a Holiday Inn with a Holiday Inn Express across the street, and the Holiday Inn Express looked awesome, but I stayed at the Holiday Inn, and it, it was not very nice. <laughs> but I've also gotten booked at some places that obviously clearly used to be like a famous hotel chain that is, they kept the essentially the logo and the, and the colors and everything like that, so it's like, Instead of the Holiday Inn, it's like the Festival Inn or something like that, and they've kept the colors and everything. And it, it's horrible. It's horrible. I <laughs> I despise traveling. In case you didn't listen to last week's episode, but I, I despise traveling at this point in time. Do you do you really hate the part where you sleep alone in a hotel room? Because that to me sounds like the best time of my life. I, I I actually do because I've been with my wife for so long at this point in time, and I'm so used to kids running around the house waking up at a certain time that I actually can't get comfortable when I'm by myself. It's too quiet. Does that make sense? No. Oh. <laughs> no, not at all. 
I really want someone to just kick me randomly. Then I can sleep pretty good. <laughs> I if I don't have one kid vomiting in my bed, I can't get any sleep. I came home from that horrible plate experience to sleep in my bed with two kids at my feet and one next to me. And, and there was a dog somewhere and a cat. So uh, that just... It, it seems... What size bed do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a lot of, a lot of beings. A double. <laughs> they're sure they're, they're <laughs> <sharing> a twin. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have a king size bed, so I mean, it's, there's there's room for people. I mean, you want to come over and spend the night? I mean, next time you're up here in the area, you don't you can come. Not with four kids, no. <laughs> Legally, I'm not allowed to accept that offer, Don. <sighs> so uh, the nice thing though is they had a silver diner, uh, which I don't have here in Asheville, and I <laughs> I'm very in two days. Oh come on! Uh, but the service was impeccable. Uh, fantastic service and the food uh, quite nice as well big uh, five star rating to the silver diner uh, but I did get in an awkward conversation at the counter I sat at the first night do you have do you, now see I don't like to eat in a restaurant by myself I'm just starting to get comfortable doing that and I will I'll go up to the bar and I'll eat at the bar Pretend you're yeah. watching whatever's on TV. Yeah, yeah. It's Mexican soaps, and you're <laughs> like, I'm so into this. See, my problem is I go to the West Coast, so like you're sort of, and by the time I'm ready to eat, it's like 10 o'clock West Coast time, so all the sporting events generally are over, so it's like you're, you're watching cricket or, you know, croquet or something. Do you, can you watch croquet? I mean, I, I don't know if it's televised. I'm sure you could watch it. I must have said crochet. <laughs> that would be fascinating, Bart, watching. ESPN 8, the Ocho. With crocheting. Crocheting. I just don't like when people like try to talk to you when you're just sitting there. Like I'm, like I, I look at my phone. I watch the Masters tournament, and that's all I want to do. I don't really want to have any kind of conversation. I don't like talking to people, so it always bothers me uh, when there's always, uh, almost uh, without a doubt, going to be somebody sitting next to you that wants to engage in some kind of conversation. And uh, you know, you guys know how I am. I'm very awkward, uh, and I don't really have much to say. I'm very brief. Uh, with what I what I have to say, so it's just it, a very odd. Is it your prototypical waiter waitress staff at this uh, this silver diner? You know, it was actually um, yeah, it was your typical staff. Uh, one guy felt the need to comment on my burger, uh, which you know, it's just a basic burger, nothing special. Yeah, it had bacon. You don't need to comment on it. You don't need to tell me how outrageously large this burger is. I get it. It's a big burger. I'm eating it. <laughs> Well, that's enough, delight. all right? Well, what's, what do you need to comment on it for? See, I'm, still, I'm still thinking prototypical like diner staff is like from Alice, the TV show back in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Remember that TV yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, I remember Alice. Yeah. Where Mel comes out and he's got the stained on wife beater. That is always <laughs> kind of weird. With that, what was the deal with that guy? With that weird hat. Remember he had like a little the, weird yeah. like, like a sailor hat? It wasn't a chef's hat. It was like a sailor hat, yeah. It was really like a really weird. small sailor's hat, and then he had that white T-shirt that said "Hit me" in the back. It's really weird. They had that uh, that lady that used to chew her gum and tell you to kiss her grits. That was Flo, right? Flo, yeah. Well, now, we hit a whole new demographic tonight, guys. Whole new demographic. <laughs> now today's generation only knows Flo as that annoying lady from those like, oh, TV she's awful. insurance commercials. She really is awful. <laughs> She and really if you've is. ever noticed, a lot of camel toe. Anytime she's on camera, you look below the waist. There's Guess camel what? Toe we just on. ruined everyone's television viewing experience. I'm trying to check out Flo's camel toe. This gigantic camel toe. Honey, why do you keep rewinding the progressive commercial? <laughs> What's with that moose knuckle over there? Wow. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more a car insurance. Progressive gives you moose knuckle. So I had an incident the, the night I was in the, in the hotel room, went to the bathroom. I was doing, uh, after the burger, I, of course, had to take care of business. 
And uh, oh, no, time out, time out. What are you got? When, when he just said that, what do you have running through your head as his his meaning of taking care of business? <laughs> well, since he said after he ate the burger, he had to take care of business in the bathroom. I'm going with number two. See, okay, that's what you're saying, but in my head, <laughs> it was I, a really good burger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was a really good burger, and he wanted to finish the experience off in a really <laughs> awesome I don't way. I want to wash my hands. I want this grease to help. Don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> don't want to fall asleep. I like that we're we're on a podcast so we can see it. You still did the motion to make sure I knew what you were referring to. Well done. Sorry. <laughs> but you guys ever have that moment a uh, moment of sheer panic? Hold when... on, hold on. If, if he says he has another turn that can't be pulled out, I'm going to lose it. So I'm in the tub. I got two forks. I'm jumping him in there to try to pull this thing out. Because the last time that he talked about being on the toilet and having sheer panic. Was... You almost walked out. <laughs> oh, no, I... this was uh, this was fine. In fact, this was uh, too almost too good. Uh, <laughs> because uh, it started, uh, when I flushed it, it didn't go down. It started coming up. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> and it really, like, it, it, it just... There was no, it oh. wouldn't stop. It kept coming up to the point where I was like, ah, uh, uh oh. Wait a minute, what was coming up? The water? Yeah. Oh. Like it, it but but with oh, stool oh, in it. Oh. Yeah. Well you gotta yeah. turn off the main water valve. No, you just run out of the bathroom. Right? <laughs> you hide behind the bed. Hey, I'm gonna need some more towels and cleaner. <laughs> Bring two towels. Got a plastic bag. So at this point I'm I'm looking for a plunger because I'm starting to get worried. Do they don't have a plunger uh, and a comfort in? They do not. Uh, but then it, it finally went down, and I guess that's just is a slow flusher, which is kind of awkward. Like, you know how many people probably run into that each night? No, how many? They have a big bacon burger. <laughs> oh, well, at least you wouldn't have to go like the same guy I had the awkward conversation with at the front desk and ask oh. him for a plunger. What do you need it for? Um, Role playing. <laughs> Dude, the, the guy at the front desk was a weirdo. He was like this guy, it kind of looked like our friend Moday, like, but like 70. And uh, very, very like uh, efficient with what he had to say, but very short with the wording. <laughs> it was like two, two word answers to everything I asked that really needed more than two words. Uh, but somehow he got it done with just two words. Hey, are there any good places to eat around here? Cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was it, and then like <laughs> and then he would like say it, like he would say like whatever I had to ask, and like then he would pretty much like completely disconnect from the entire conversation. Like he was still <laughs> checking me in, and it was almost as if he just like kind of like was done with me. Hey, we did just get a uh, listener email. It said, uh, "Dear Radio for Winners, if you could tell more Tony Bow movement stories on your show, it would really continue to help move your show along." Get it? It's move free. your show. Oh, along. There's oh no way God. anyone else wrote that. That you wrote that. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry. Uh, that uh, the poop stories have replaced obstacle talk. So <laughs> thank God. I mean, oh, I'm sorry <clears throat> to hear that. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have some very odd obstacle race stories coming up. Well, have you ever taken a dump while you run an obstacle race? No. Okay. That well, I have only done four. Tony's done like twenty. Have you had to use the porta potty at an obstacle race? Or just go? I while have you're... actually. I've done it before the race, never during, <laughs> and uh, and I've done it after the race because uh, I eat a lot of sugar packets, a lot of gels, those uh, energy goos they call them, and I gotta tell you, they destroy the stomach. <sighs> That is absolutely terrifying. This is fascinating. Oh, did I tell you about the time where did I tell you about that where I'm 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 taking a dump oh, at a porta potty, and the girl opens up the door, 
and she paused for like 10 seconds, like 10 seconds way too long. <laughs> and the dog came in and there was and like, the dog Whoa. came in and uh, there I was taking, it was terrible. Wow. Uh, sorry, that is Rupert the Pug That's making fine. an appearance on the uh, the show. That's fine. We'd Special like to, guest star, Rupert the Pug. Like to have him. So what, the girl was staring at you while you were sitting in the porta potty. Yeah, we like made eye con- very awkward eye contact for like about fifteen <laughs> seconds. Like, seconds. I guarantee like, it was okay. one second, but it felt like two hours. No, no, that's I'm, no. I think it was ten seconds. Let's count out right now. So I had to go to the porta potty. There's only one sign said open. It was a green bar, like it normally says when it's open. I open it up. There's a gentleman using the toilet. We lock eyes. We stare at each other. He grunts. I hear it fall into the porta potty. He asks for some toilet paper. Okay, maybe 10 seconds is too long. But, uh, <laughs> but it felt like an eternity. A pillars of eternity. It felt like pillars of eternity. Now, were you able to continue going, or did you, did you just lock up? Oh, no, if you I can continue going. going, you get a salute. Oh yeah, I absolutely can. But not not when she was looking at me. No, <laughs> make eye contact and loudly crap. But after after she like after she closed the door again, I I held on to the door, make sure no one else came in, and took care of the business. They have a lock uh, on those, you know. Which now, again is not jacking aloft on. Now now real fast, did you? I mean, did you awkwardly run into this individual like later on? Like maybe your two cars were next to each other while you were leaving the parking lot. No, you had to make no. awkwardly like you know you you went a little bit past hey, her. Uh, see you again past, soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that's actually more embarrassing for. Is that more embarrassing for the person opening up the door and seeing that, or for the person sitting in there? Uh, because you're the guy in the situation, I think it's less embarrassing for you, no matter what. Yeah. Like if you open the door and then she was loudly shitting, <laughs> more embarrassing for her by far. Wow. <laughs> Boy, this episode took a turn somewhere Not on the topic Not, sheet. Nowhere on the topic sheet. Those are some of our best shows. I'm telling you guys, that's why we'll be on AM radio in no time. These kind of topics <laughs> Reading obituaries and talking about poop. Mechanicsville, Virginia's <laughs> very own radio for winners broadcasting on AM 530. Brought to you by Depends. <laughs> Marcy Howbrow. <laughs> North Carolina, 74, passed away suddenly. Survived by her husband, Bobby Horndale. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I do understand what Tony's saying, though, about uh, awkward, awkward conversations with random people. Either the guy at the desk or the guy at the uh, at the restaurant it happens to me all the time. Like I said, people will talk to me at the grocery store. Which, by the way, I had the same exact old lady come up to me again and tell me about the government. So I decided I'm not going back to Giant and. Do you think maybe that lady just stays stays at that grocery store all day looking for people to talk to? <laughs> or maybe she doesn't exist and I'm losing my mind. I was talking to <laughs> lettuce both times. Strong possibility. Uh, but Don, you seem like you're a very social. Guy. I don't like talking to men. Like to date. No, well, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't mind that. I realized that. I, I, here's what I realized about adult men. Adult men don't seem to like talking to other adult men. Do you notice that? It depends what you mean. I. <laughs> it does. It depends. Like I, I'm like I talk to you guys. Yeah, but we. And I can talk no. about fake. Like I can talk sports. Poorly. I think it's very, like look. I've got a. I've got. I've got a litter of kids. And, uh, you know, with kids comes, you know, kids having friends. And then you feel obligated to become friends with their parents. I do not. Well, you're not really there yet. But you're, you're, you're going to be there in a, in, a, in a couple years. You really are. No, I'll be an alcoholic. They will not talk. So I'll walk up and I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, hey, how's it going? 
Yeah, because they don't want to talk to you. They clearly don't want to talk to you. So then I feel like it's my job to make them like you. To make them like me. <laughs> well, it hasn't worked out of 110 episodes so far. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my 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 son's friend. Um, uh, so we we really like the movie Elf. So I like to quote the stupid Will Ferrell thing. So my my son's uh, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> what month is it? It's it's April. It's April, and Elf is what kind of movie? It's a Christmas movie. Okay, and it's a Christmas movie that's not even new. <laughs> I, I get it, but I I will do stupid quotes like that. Sometimes I like to quote Mister Red to people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wilbur. So anyway, so what? Of, what of, and I wonder why these guys walk away. <laughs> Clearly, I'm an asshat. <laughs> so so. So one of my kid's friend's dad was there. I, he's a nice guy, uh, but he had a, a purple Ravens jacket on. And I, 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 I didn't see him come up. And he walked up and said, oh, I said, that's a nice jacket. It's very purpley. And he sort of looked at me like, yeah. And then just like walked away. Okay, now, Don, in his defense, hey, Don, that's a nice jacket. It's very blackish. <laughs> How do you respond to that? It is very blackish. Thanks for asking. I want to walk away from you. Okay. Well, that's, that's- what usually most people do. <laughs> So, hey, Jeremy, that's a nice hat. It's very vibrant and wonderful looking. <laughs> like, of course you're going to leave. It's a fabulous it's hat. It's very purplish What? I like the way it makes your eyes look. So, you know, our sons are playing soccer. We have about 20 minutes while he's out with the coach. I could say we have to go look at the car. We could just go behind this tree and make out. <laughs> nice jacket. So anyway, I'm starting to think that maybe I'm the one with the problem, not the other people. I think uh, you're right. I think you're right. It probably is you. But I think it's not I think it's not that you're hard to talk to. I think in fact you love talking to men. You just don't like that they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> can we clear something up that it's not just men that I love to talk to? Okay. Men and small boys. <laughs> Everyone to clarify that. Don, I was trying to help you out there. Thank you. Don <laughs> loves talking to men. <laughs> Strange men. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I look. I think that it's tough for men as they get older to to make new friends, to to meet people, and say hi. I would, Do you I want would agree friends, Don? I I like talking to people. Sure. I don't want friends, Don. I like to be friendly with people. Here's what I want. I want to know enough people that once a month I can play poker. But you don't know enough people once a month to play poker. I know. That's why I'm sad and empty inside, Don. But that's why I've got to invite a bunch of people over to my house that don't normally interact with one another, hoping that maybe they start to interact with one another, and then we can get together to play poker once a month. Do you know what the secret ingredient to that is? Liquor. Beer. Yep. Liquor's bad. Liquor will have us fight once a month. But beer. <laughs> that, that would be fine, too. <laughs> Don's, fight club. Don's fight club in the beat lab. <laughs> There's blood spattered all over the Ravens wall. Your jacket's not very purpley now. Ugh. Sorry. Your face is purpley. 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 Yeah, but anyway, um, that's, that's just my, my uh, it's been sort of my observation for the past couple of uh, couple months is that people don't like talking to you no it's not that people don't like talking to me i mean people generally don't like talking to me but i don't think that that's really the the main issue well, i don't think that's the problem no it's them it clearly is <laughs> don't you don't you agree i do i do agree don it is them you know they're well, i'll tell you not only am i not good uh with with the small talk i'm still not good at softball 
We actually wow. got a lot of positive feedback about this softball talk. People are very excited uh, about you standing in a field with two gloves. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week was week two of practice. It was a lot of batting practice. My wife was finally introduced to the team. Turns out a much better player than I am. Clearly. And uh, not socially awkward like I am. Uh, so she is automatically going to be a starter on the team, whereas I may not make the team. It's a very strong possibility uh, that I might be like the uh, bad boy hey, good uh, for hit, this honey, team. Good hit, good hit. Yeah, and, I don't, don't want to play. I don't want to show these people up. The I problem I'm having straight. is, uh, and I'm not sure when the last time you guys swung the bat, uh, swung the bat. Is that a metaphor? Yeah, this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is it supposed to hurt your hands? <laughs> am I a girl? I think I'm a girl. It does kind of hurt your hands. Are you using the metal bat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of hurts. He's using yeah, a hurt wooden bat to play softball. Pardon me, Don. I haven't played softball in a long, long Bigger time. Bigger douchebag. Are you using a batting glove? No. Just uh, get a batting glove. No, I'm not, I can't. I'm not, I don't want to be the one guy wearing a batting glove. It's softball. Oh, I've gone out to... Uh, I've played golf with two golf gloves before playing golf. And people think that's weird. What? You know, you you, you wear one golf glove, but sometimes oh, my you're gloves are so two crappy, gloves. I wear you saw, two I gloves. I thought clubs. Like, I've gone golfing with two clubs because the rest of mine I'm not any good with. Well, that one golf course that we went to, all we needed oh. was two clubs. Oh, he needs a pitching wedge and a punter. <laughs> it's a three-holer. It's nice. So when, when's your first game, Tony? Uh, it's not till May. we got to come over another couple weeks of practice. Uh, I'm not sure what position I'm going to be placed in. Hopefully it is second base because that's the only one position where I didn't embarrass myself. Uh, I had this problem where the ball uh, was hit in the air and I couldn't catch it. That is, that is a problem uh, in softball. Like, like every single time. I uh, And I was accusing of it being the sun getting in my eyes because I wasn't wearing sunglasses. But the problem was that it was cloudy out. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to use that excuse when there's there's literally no sun. Clouds were in my eyes. Isn't there that new that new tweet, that, <clears throat> that Twitter app where you can tweet live video? Have you seen that? I mean, Vine. You can do Vines. Well, no, it's not Vine, but there's a, it's, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, but, but maybe Tony could tweet live video of him playing softball. And if that doesn't work, just your bathroom experiences. <laughs> that would be fine by that me, would too. Be, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> a huge hit. I think that's called, a, is it called like Paramount or something like that? Or? No, I thought it had something to do with like a, like a, like a, like a ferret or something. Like a, a ferret. A f- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome lo- to Don's the Tech lo- Hour. The, lo- the logo. <laughs> tech Talk. <laughs> tech Talk with Don. I don't know. It's like a ferret or something. It takes videos. <laughs> Fucking hate all of you, and I hate this show. <laughs> I'm go back to talking to strange men <laughs> to grocery store. Well, that is a regular Thursday activity, so I'm sure you'll get back to that after we're done. But before we finish the show, we have a regular segment we like to do every week where we take some current events and talk about them in a segment we refer to as Radio for Winners and the News. That's right, Radio for Winners and the News. Every week we take three, four, five, six, twenty-two stories, chop them in little bits, put them in a blender, take all the pieces out, put them in little dishes, pretend they're real news stories, and give them to you. Don, this first one is going to hit a little close to home, and I do apologize. We have some very sad news to start Radio for Winners. Oh. James Best, a.k.a. Roscoe P. Coltrane, dead at the age of 88. This is very sad. It is very sad. Survived by Betsy Best. <laughs> Betsy and his son, James Best Jr. <laughs> and Sam Best. <laughs> Survived by Barbara Best. Of Hawks Croc, 
South. Actually, no, he was in North Carolina. He actually uh, lived. He lived uh, a little bit outside of, I believe, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Yes. Yeah, so um, he, <clears throat> he he lived in um, a place Hazard where County. he lived in a place in North Carolina that uh, Hickory, Hickory, North Carolina, and. Yes. I'm very disappointed because my my family has a place down there that I've never been to, and I feel that if I had that gone down there, I could have <laughs> I, I could have been really good friends with Sheriff Rasco P. Coltrane. But now he's up there, and you have to wait a couple more years chasing those Duke boys, but only a couple more years chasing those Duke boys up there with Flash, Flash's dog. Yeah, I know Flash the dog. Yeah, he's up there with Boss Hog, riding around in that. Big white Cadillac in the sky. You know, a lot of their scenes were improv, completely ad-libbed between yeah. uh, Boss Hog and and Roscoe. Yeah, <clears throat> that's pretty impressive. They both were. Um, they were. Uh, I'm going to say professionally trained. Like, like, uh, like. In you the mean theater. they were actors? They weren't really a sheriff and a <laughs> and a uh, uh, a rich person who ran the town. Can I hate this show? <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but he wasn't really a sheriff. And by the way, just from from a side from a from a side note, what is that? Uh, that is a phone, Don. Well, I'm using them to talk to people. What is that though? It's called Meerkat. Meerkat. The app that we were talking to about video on on uh, on Twitter is okay. called Meerkat. All right, Meerkat. You can Don tweet live. Phone, you can Skype video. Tweet live feeds mm-hmm. of Tony taking dumps and or playing softball. That, that's going to be a huge hit. It'll get as many listeners or as many watches as we have listeners. Today the internet broke. So many people were downloading Tony taking a dump. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I have to say, I just want to say that actually it hit me closer than when some of my family has died because it's one of those shows that I can watch every day. I played Dukes of Hazard with my friends. We used to and we we would ride our bikes and we would flip between being Dukes of Hazard and or Chips. Those were our two favorite shows. But I, I, yeah, I, that was one of my favorite shows growing up. But even recently, like I'm cuz I'm home during the day half the time uh working at home, so I'm watching a lot of television. And if that if I catch it on, I'll watch the entire episode. I never get bored with it. That CMT covers it a lot, but yeah. God bless that Me TV. Have you seen that? We've talked about that mm-hmm. before. Me TV has Chips. Chips and, at 6 o'clock. Yeah. The Outer Limits and all these other things on it's Weird Times. Phenomenal. It's an amazing channel. Phenomenal. But, uh, but God so rest Rasco P. Coltrane. R.I.P. James Best. R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, now it's time for a lighter story. Unlike last week's lighter story, this is really a lighter story. <laughs> do you like coffee? I like coffee. Don, do you like coffee? Of course you like coffee. Some people like milk in their coffee. Some people like cream or sugar. I like mine black because I'm a real man. What I've never ordered my coffee? Semen. <laughs> so in Minnesota, a man was arrested last year, but finally went to court uh, for ejaculating in his female co-worker's coffee. There I was, standing by the coffee pot, and I said to myself, God damn it, there's no coffee creamer. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's even better than that. You'd think that's the actual sexiest story you can have about coffee, but the actual version of events is even better. So the woman he'd been doing this to, because apparently it was a long-term plan. He did this daily. Uh, he said she, <laughs> she noticed about six months prior that the coffee started tasting weird, oh, but she no. continued to drink the coffee for six months. And then one day she came in and caught her coworker, quote, like a deer in the headlights, <laughs> standing over her coffee. With his hands over his genitals and a pool of liquid around the coffee. She thought it was weird because it did, in fact, when she thought about it, taste like urine, but a little different. Oh, Oh, no. No, I've had bad coffee. 
But I normally would then stop drinking it and get more coffee because it's free. It's at work. I don't get free coffee at work. My office does not have free coffee. That's the only benefit of my office. Don't you work from home? It's not uh, free. Well, then. I mean, Clearly I was not going free. to the office. Obviously, working from home, <laughs> I have a lot of coffee. But uh, I never, I never jack off into it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I never like. Hey, I, I tell you right now, I ain't never jack off my own well, coffee. I mean, not, not an often. It's a special event, maybe. Hey, not man, fun. I've done it once or twice. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Could you imagine? What would you do to that guy? Well. First off, his reasoning. Hey, I'm not would... going to give him a high five. I know that much. <laughs> you better wash your hands first, bro. He's got some PRL. Why do you think he did it? Do you think he was mad at her because he was like the HR lady doesn't like her? I know why he did it, though. Well, he did it because he was attracted to her. And yes. he wanted her to know that he was attracted. And the only way to do that, it's not to write an email or uh, go talk to her in person like a man. It's to uh, secretly jack off on her coffee for six months. See, that's a precursor, in my, my opinion, to, to, to like serial killing. Like, you know, he thinks in order to get her attention, he needs to to jerk off in 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 her coffee. And, hey, well done you. He did get her attention. He got her attention. Maybe his thought was if she ingests enough of his semen, eventually she'll be, like, magnetically drawn to him. <laughs> I tested that. It does not work. It does not work. Hey, everybody. Don, have some more of that beer. Hey. <laughs> That's not funny. Funny at all? It's not funny at all. This beer is chunky. Best why is, is Don rubbing that beer on his face? Best part of waking <laughs> Just shaking up. the beer can around in front of his face. Semen in your cup. Wow. Sorry. Hey Don, rub that beer into your chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, much like last week, Don, you did provide us with another story, and it is news, so we're going to cover it as news. But I've decided that. Along with our regular news theme, we will call this segment Don's Hilarious Circus of Fun. Do you like casinos? I love casinos. Do you like buffets? We all love buffets. Have you ever gotten a free buffet and been very excited about it? Imagine if you got lifetime buffets and then lost them. Would you kill yourself? (laughs) A man killed himself at a hotel. In For some reason, my news feed only pops up with suicide in stories. In Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> he went, uh, so in 2010, he was considered their biggest winner in some contests, I'm sure slots related, and was given a lifetime of free buffets at the resort. In 2013, that offer was rescinded, not because he overate at all the buffets, but because he was being weird and hitting on all the waitresses and giving them gifts and possibly jizzing in their car. Now, this wasn't in Vegas, though. This was in Henderson. Henderson. It's just outside of Vegas. It's, it's, I mean, it's the buffets can't be that great in Henderson. They well, say it was a fantastic buffet. Apparently, rated, it was very good. Rated one of the best buffets. I find it to be very surprising. I, the reason that I sent the story out. Hold first, on. We're not done with the story, Don. You get to explain your story when we get to the hilarious punchline at the end of it. Assholes. So in 2013, he lost the privilege of going there. So he basically lost his mind and started writing letters and a manifesto. He wrote 300 pages and a two-hour DVD explaining his dislike for this casino and how he lost his privileges for the buffet. And then on Easter weekend, he walked into the buffet at dinner time in front of a crowd full of people into the front of the buffet, and shot himself in the face. (laughs) And he has passed away. Check, please. Don's hilarious (laughs) news story of the week. 
<laughs> so Don, why is your feed all suicide stories? Is there something you need to tell us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Last I- week it was chainsaw murder. This week it's a uh, man killing himself. Uh, and your other story was embarrassing, so I didn't use it. I don't even remember what the other story was. The Burger was. King wedding. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was horrible. That's <laughs> like the guy's last name is Burger. Yes, and his fiance's name is King, so they're going to have a oh, Burger King wedding. No. It's Burger, the most embarrassing story Burger I've ever King, read. No, Burger King's paying for it too. It's terrible. Okay. And the the line in the news item was uh this one's not a whopper. How bad is that? <laughs> Awful. I left that news story out. I did not write that story. I will say uh I had uh, some friends that were in improv that got married, and her last name was Hard, and his last name was Johnson. <laughs> yeah, but if her last name was Hard, it would be the Johnson Hard wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's the Hard Johnson wedding. No, it would be the Johnson Hard wedding. But either way, it still worked. No, but it's her last name was Hard. His last name was Johnson, but is so it's it the, Hard Johnson. Oh, is it the female's first name first, and then the last name? And then the I don't lessons? know, Don. You're asking the wrong person. Perhaps you can meet somebody, another guy at a, a sports event in a nice jacket and ask him about the proper way to name a wedding. Talk anyway. about Howard Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I said that story because of your two's love of buffets in Vegas. I do. And, and also our and I was just thinking, our promises to kill ourselves every week. <laughs> I was just thinking what it, would, what it would be like for you two if you would win a lifetime membership to... The buffet that we go to at the Bellagio. Well, first off, if I had a lifetime free buffets, this would be the last week I was on this show. You'd that's never hear I, from me again. So that's what I was I was going for, is that you would pack up and move mm-hmm. out to Vegas. I wouldn't pack up and move. You would never see. I would just vanish. I would have died horribly in a tragic boating accident, and I would be in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then if they took that away, what would you do? I would mystically come back. And fill it, f- draw, uh, pick up right where I left off at episode 109, Radio for Winners, <laughs> where I discuss how I was stranded at sea for six months. Oh, we didn't even talk about that story, how that guy was stranded at sea for... Uh, yeah, for... but I think he's lying. I, I think, think he's, he's lying, lying, too. That's why I'm waiting. But I, just, I didn't want to use our retraction theme. Well, <laughs> once we decide that he's fully <laughs> lying, we can, we can use it so we don't have to use our retraction theme. <laughs> but uh, make sure to see this episode live on Meerkat. It's going to be ex- <laughs> an excellent episode. Uh, and that's a strong ending to a strong episode of Radio for Winners. Don, Another classic. I have to say I was very impressed with your casino story, and it got me thinking, if you were going to sing a song at the end of the show today, what song would it be? And this time, thankfully, it's one that I'm pretty sure you might even know the words to on like, the last two weeks. But it's totally appropriate. On a warm summer's eve On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler Tony, the best part of this is it goes on for like three minutes before the song starts. So we took this is the song's already started. I, no, but, but the, the chorus, the part they would know. Oh. You know the rest of Go ahead. I'm trying to get there. Hold on. And he began to speak. He said, son, I made a life. Out of reading people's faces. I don't know the words. I don't know the words. Do you know the words? By the way, they tell me. Tony sings the songs this year, is it? Now, so he doesn't mean your Don sings all the songs. But you you threw me off when you started talking in the middle of my songs. Let's start it over again. No, no we're not, not. going to start it over again. Because all we need is the chorus. Let's start it over again. So I handed him my bottle. And he drank down my last swallow. Then he bombed a cigarette. Asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression <laughs> Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play
What is he right. saying here? You got to know when to hold Know when to fold Know when to walk away Know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough to count When the dealing's done See you guys next week. Bye. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is not blowing your face off on a buffet. Knowing <laughs> what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner. Every hand's a loser. We know that well. The best that you can hope for is to die. Endless buffets. And when he finished speaking, die in your sleep. He turned back toward the, the window. Crushed out a cigarette, faded <laughs> off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. But you got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. Sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the deal is done, you got to know when to hold. When to hold, know when to fold. Know when to walk away, and know when to run. I would walk away. You never count your money. Walk away. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done, you got to know when to hold them. All right, goodbye. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count kind of like 10 minutes on this episode of this song. Well done. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be 15 minutes time show. enough to count. When the deal is done. See you guys next week. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can <laughs> contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com, search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>